How can we as moms and moms-to-be who are more overwhelmed and worried than ever about our kids find natural, safe, effective, and real-life ways to nurture and cultivate amazing human beings? That is the question, and here are the answers. This is the Parent Coffee Talk, and I'm Dr. Roseanne. I'm Dr. Cleopatra. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. It's Dr. Cleopatra and Dr. Roseanne here, and we have a very special guest today, a soul sister to the both of us, Dr. Erin, Doctor of Divinity. We are so excited that you're here with us today, Dr. Erin. I'm so excited to see you guys. It's been a while, and I mean, you know, if they've got to have a pandemic for us to get together, then it's all worth it. That's what I'm going to say. It feels so it feels so good every time we're together and thank goodness that we can be together on Zoom during this time when we can't physically be together and you're right when this pandemic has slowed down is behind us we definitely need to make more of our chances to get together in person I agree and I would have to say that that's one of the big takeaways for me from everything that's happening right now when we don't have the option of going out and physically being together, it has really shown me just how much I value being able to do that. And I know you have so much beauty to excavate in this moment with and for us, Dr. Erin. And I'm so grateful to have you here and to be able to share that beauty with our communities and with the world. Before before we do, tell me if there's anything that you absolutely want the mamas and community watching us right now to know about you. Sure. I just want everyone to take a deep breath. If we could all just take a deep breath in together. <sighs> yeah. And just, I recognize, look, my, my son is 24 years old. I recognize that there is so many amazing, beautiful challenges as a mother or father. And I know at this time being home in your home with your children, which is maybe not your normal there are extra challenges, but I recognize right now here that it is all for the development, that spirit wants us to come back home. Spirit wants us to connect globally through the internet. Spirit wants us right now and right here to know the truth that we are birthing everything at all points in time, newness. And there's something new being born out of this. And this is more and more for our development. All of life is for awakening. I'm honored to be here. I'm knowing that we are all birthing parents because we birth our thoughts. We birth everything we create. We birth all of it. And so I'm just recognizing we are the parents and we are the children. And it's time to rise together. Powerful stuff, Dr. Erin. And and for those of you that don't know who Dr. Erin Haskell is, she has her doctorate in, she's a doctor of divinity. She's a global peace leader, a speaker, a best-selling author, and she's the founder and TV host of Good Morning La La Land, where she's like, I don't know how many hundreds of people you've interviewed. We've like, had 3,600 people on the show. 3,600. <laughs> Holy Amazing. Yeah. And am Amazing. I saying your program name right? That, that you're the founder of Soul Sight? Yeah, Soul Society. It's like a French version of Soul oh, Society all in one. And yes, we yeah. we train we we're a spiritual community and we develop leaders and, and coaches also in the Awesome. In the, yeah. Because mm-hmm. so many 
I mean, whether it's legal or not, anybody I hire, I ask if they're okay with spiritual talk because, you know, where <laughs> I am in my office, um, you know, we just are a really spiritual group of, you know, 20 practitioners in our office. And it's just so important. I love, there's so many forms of spirituality and, mm-hmm. you know, I have it as part of my day, no matter what. And I think it's a big reason why I'm so positive, right? Because I always get to hire up help. I'm not afraid to ask for help from, yes. from my spirit guides, from all the people that are around me. And so many people that are around me are so cool with it, right? Obviously, I can control it at work, right? So <laughs> but, um, it's easy when you're the boss. <laughs> it's easy when you're the boss. So in times of crisis, people turn to spirituality, right? And hopefully they find it and stay there. I would love for you to just speak on that a little bit. Absolutely. Let's break yes. it down. There is only one solution to all problems. There is only one solution to all problems. It doesn't matter if it's a pandemic, an economical crisis, our parenting challenges, relationship challenges, health challenges, financial challenges. It is one thing and one thing only, and it is consciousness. And I recognize that there is an infinite source that lives and breathes as us that is everything. It is the oneness that we all are. Spirit, the breakdown to spirit is, it is breath. And spirituality is a reality that everything comes from that breath. Everything comes from the creative factor, which is consciousness, is to be with the oneness. And so as we recognize that almighty factor that can create heaven and hell, they can create the pandemic and can also create heaven on earth. They can create all the things. It's all the one thing going on. And our job is to tap into that possibility. It doesn't mean we don't get delusional and not deal with what's going on or we think, oh, that coronavirus can't touch me because I'm all that. It is about innovating and knowing that there's always new choices, new ways of creating things and asking ourselves, there's going to be new inventions. There's going to be new communities that will revolve out of this. So the answer to all problems is consciousness and tapping. And the more we can tap in through meditation, through breath, through whatever that is, yoga, to know and merge with the higher self, that infinite knowingness, that wisdom is within us. If we tap into that, we know all is possible. And in that, all things change, all perspective, new possibilities. So that's a long-winded answer for spirit. In mental health, in the business world, in every aspect, people are talking about mindset you're really talking about our inner voice and mm-hmm. our who, who we see ourselves as and who we feel, spirituality, all those things are combined and we are in control of our thoughts. And I think that's something that people feel like they're not in control of their thoughts. I'd say that's the number one thing that people come into me for is mm. of all ages, they feel like they're not in control of their thoughts. And I get it. But you're really talking about consciousness and they can work on that. And really in this crisis, that is no matter where you are, no matter what income level, that is something you can take control over. Right, Dr. Aaron? Yeah, we have to look at you guys. Look, you guys, you guys are brilliant women. You're, you can look and see. Well, thank you, Dr. Aaron. We've gone through 10 year cycles and every year it seems like it's worse than the next. Well, remember 9-11? Was oh. that not more intense than right now? We didn't know if it was going to be like World War Three or whatever. It was even more intense than now as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. 2008, everybody I knew lost everything to their name financially, pretty much unless you just happen to be one of the very few. It's every 10 years, pretty much. It's predictable, pretty much. Yeah. Because life's 
what's predictable is change. Yeah. So that it doesn't true. matter. We have yeah. to get our. What is predictable in is life change. is change. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so the mind wants to figure everything out because the mind problem solves. So if you put the mind out to try and problem solve change and uncertainty, it will go insane and it will be very turbulent. That's mm-hmm. why we have to place all power and all source within, which is the only stable source we have, which is always creating from nothingness creating something new. So if you're out there and you're feeling really effective, whatever, are you sure you could experience it that way? But you always have choice. You always have choice. You always can innovate. Why does somebody that comes from nothing, from poverty, be able to rise to greatness, right? Not that poverty isn't greatness because we're all great and we're all spiritual divine beings, but meaning that we all have choice. And so if you're out there and you're dealing with this and you feel like there's, it's doom and gloom, then it's going to be doom and gloom because that's what you're going to focus on and that's what you're going to energize and that's how you're going to see through that veil and that lens and so it is. That's the universal law. So your subconscious mind will hear it. Your vibration will hear it. Everybody around, it's a story. You're, gonna, you're either going to you're gonna go into the court of law of the world and you're going to make one case or the other case. You're going to make the case for it's all doom and gloom. You're going to make the case how it's all possible Mm. and you're going to innovate and you're going to see and you're going to create out of that. That's so powerful, Dr. Erin. You know, I have a primester protocol where I help people prepare for pregnancy and get pregnant and overcome fertility challenges. And people ask me the question often, is faith enough to help them get pregnant? And my answer to that question is always this. I don't know for sure if faith without our science-based tools is enough. But what I do know is that if we have, if I give you the very best science-based tools and you have no faith, then we might as well go home. If you already believe that it's not possible for you and for your body, then even the most sophisticated scientific tools cannot overcome. I that love this conversation. Let's yeah. break this on down. Is, can no. faith have you overcome and get pregnant? Great question. Mm-hmm. So the law works like this. We do not outline. We do not say how or what or how it shows up because it could be that or something greater, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're that somebody that is, that is, that is, that is literally thing. going, I just am dying and my life's not going to be complete if I don't get pregnant and have a baby. Well, first of all, we need to know what, what you resist persists. So we know when we've seen it over and over again, as soon as someone goes, oh, forget it, I'm not going to get pregnant. Sometimes I get pregnant, right? Secondly, is that the universe might have a better plan for you. I've seen people that cannot get pregnant that end up um, doing service and having hundreds of children out there that they serve and they become their children. Yes. Yeah. There's so many different ways of being a parent in this life. Mm-hmm. And the attachment is where the suffering is. The gap of suffering is wanting people, places in life to be different than they are. And this is the gap of suffering. Mm-hmm. Okay? So yeah. life has a way of teaching us detachment. You're going to have to have to let go of your body. You're going to have to let go of this specific way that you have your life right now. The people around, you may have all of us in form for eternity, but this form has to go. We cannot have attachment to how our mother or parenting shows up because we have to recognize that we have created whatever we've created. Maybe culturally we've created toxins in the world that we're the effective. It's not just the individual consciousness. The individual collective is, is connected with the collective consciousness and the cosmic consciousness. So whatever we're dealing with is something we have all created and we're all responsible for it. 
So we're all responsible for infertility. It's not, don't take it on as it's just me or something's wrong with me. It's that we have collectively created all kinds of things to get in the way of, of our natural flow of whatever. I have goosebumps. That was so important. And I've never heard it said the way you said it. And it is so true because our modern world is making people struggle with fertility more and more. But I have never had those words to say, for infertility or fertility challenges are not yours. It's the responsibility of all of us, right? Of course, I've know, I know that they're not that person's, but that it's the responsibility of all of us. That was so profound and beautiful. Thank you so much for that. And in we're in this moment where we're dealing with the coronavirus and COVID-19, the disease created by the coronavirus and the same thing applies, right? We're all responsible for the creation, the coronavirus, and for viruses that become stronger and stronger that, and that are jumping yeah. from one species to another. We all are responsible for yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, well, look, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of different ways. People are saying it's coming from the bat or the animal that's we're mishandling animals mm-hmm. and it comes from that. Or mm-hmm. someone has been in a lab and they're, you know, formulating this warfare or whatever it is, or it's a hoax and they're using it as to change the money system. I've heard it all. Trust me. Everything comes through my stream. Mm-hmm. This is the truth, okay, is that we all are responsible what products are you buying that are hurting the environment and being shipped across the globe? How are you tormenting animals? I can point the finger. I buy shoes that are shipped from wherever, right? It's all of our responsibility. And I don't think this is going to be the last wake-up call, you guys. We have got a lot further to go, to go down until people wake up, okay? So the reality is that stop playing victim. Stop playing the victim and stop playing the victim. And we need to take a bigger look. Yes, it's important that we put the coronavirus and, and nip it in the bud. But at the same time, we need to really take some real big choices right now. Is the financial suicide that's going on right now going to kill more people than the actual 2%? We should probably be quarantining the 2% and in a beautiful way, not like putting them in jail. Like the mm-hmm. 2% that have immune systems that are down, maybe we should having them isolated taking care of them, putting all the finance resources to get them fed and build their immune systems and actually having not everybody else lose everything to their name. Doctor, Erin, you're making a very, very important point that I, again, have not yet heard anybody mention, which is, are the short and long-term consequences the financial ramifications of this moment Devastating. going to harm even more people than this virus might have. Whoa, that is such a groundbreaking perspective and a question like, that we all like need to... One-on-one. Yes. Be, I mean, like, yes. what is yeah. going on? Yeah. Yes. How are we handling this? Is this what do we do? Yeah. Right. One thing is this. This is what has come through in my meditation last night is like, we have to remember there's abundance, okay? Yeah. Money is not the only source of exchange. And we don't need to leave our house to have exchange. People go to Burning Man and they have no cash and there's a way of exchanging and doing whatever, okay? There's a way. So I request anybody that's watching, anyone's a mama out there that wants to have a child or you're dealing with, go birth, go be a parent right now. 
help an elderly. You don't have to go in contact with them. Send them a free meal via Uber Eats. You know, help that friend. If you coach, help somebody with their mental thing. We're, we just, we're launching tomorrow an inner circle free community, total service. Okay. Everybody said, what can I do today? It's called the law of circulation and it's mm-hmm. giving and receiving. And it's Absolutely. not about looking at how you Absolutely. receive, it's how you're giving. So if everybody thought, 10 people. Who can I help today? 10 people. And we started getting in flow. Look, mm-hmm. some of our bills we have to pay to say the bank or something. Some of our bills, we don't, we've got to get our hair done, right? Maybe we can do an exchange with our hairdresser. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can, you know, right? So we have to think out of the box now, you guys, this is imperative. We, we will watch more people die from the economical crisis and people right. going to become homeless, people having no nutrition and they're, and they're, and dying from all other things. Like this is, that's the real, that's the real danger here. I mean, there are some mothers that can't feed their children right now. Yeah. You know? and, and so many children who get food from school. And they're not going to school and getting their their breakfast and their lunch. I mean, I know the schools are working hard to make sure that that families who rely on them for food are still getting food, but it's not the same. And we don't know how that's going to play out with the levels, the higher levels of quarantine as that occurs, right? Like, how are people going to actually get food? I think that's really a question. Well, it's simple. They've had the government come in and they're starting to distribute food, food to the poor places. And it's a great, and look, I don't want to get into politics. That's not, yeah. that's just not go there, right? I mean, I yeah. could go on and on and on. Yeah. But yeah. my job and where I feel like I do the best service on this planet is to help people with their consciousness so they can awaken and serve where they can. So my invitation for each and every one of us is sure. maybe you don't have power in politics, but maybe you have power in your local school and you mm-hmm. can actually serve. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that we can each do that we feel like wow. we can make the biggest impact, done. That's right. right. I love that. Part of why we're all here is to have an impact to help people. And do a know, service. Exactly. Give, mm-hmm. give them stress relief, you know, help with spirituality, help with the physical side. Yeah. I mean, so these are let's deal with your, what are your, what's your audience dealing with? They're dealing I with. I mean, we have a lot of very stressed out moms and moms to be and, and, people that want to be moms and are worried now they you know should they put off getting pregnant whether naturally or using IVF are they're they're afraid that something that their baby's at risk if they've already if they are already pregnant they've already achieved pregnancy they're afraid of giving birth in the hospital because people are being advised to stay away from hospitals unless they're sick in case they are exposed to coronavirus they're 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 afraid for their babies they're afraid for their the babies that they're dreaming of having and been working really hard to be able to have and and they don't want this to change their plans. So let's break this one down. Number one, let's deal with the parents that are overwhelmed because I've gotten a lot of friends that say, I am so overwhelmed. People are like, oh, write that book you've ever wondered by. And they're like, F you. Like, I'm so busy between making meals and taking care of my son and and cleaning up. And trying to keep up with the work that they're supposed to be doing from home. The first principle of heaven is order. Mm -hmm. So if you're a parent and you're at home right now and you're completely overwhelmed, the kids are doing whatever, you're single, you have a husband, whatever, it's disarray. The mm-hmm. most important thing you can do right now is take the time to sit down and get organized. We don't know if this is going to be another week or another year. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. need to get organized. You need to think of where, what are you going to need to do for your own self-care? What do you need to have meals done? How are you going to have a little bit of your alone time? What are you going to do to entertain? Do you have a support system? You need to sit down and really, really get clear. Organization is the first principle of heaven. 
Okay. Love it. So get organized. Okay. Um, We've been then, talking about that all week. So yeah. I love that. That's the first principle. We didn't know it was the first principle of heaven, but we have been talking about it. I love it. Well, yeah. you, you know, guys, I got to download about it. So yeah. you, know, you guys can help get them organized. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, we have it's, been, it's, and we have yeah. tips, and we have a, um, on no www.drrosanne.com, we've in our quarantine kit, we have all kinds of tips, tips about it. Perfect. So absolutely, 100%. Yep. Secondly, for someone who's considering, should I get pregnant now? Should I wait till it's done? Whatever it is. I always believe that it's like, you have to really listen to your intuition and peace within has to be the priority because if you're living in fear, you're going to energize your subconscious mind with fear and which informs universal law. And it's going to create some issues for you. And also informs your fertility system. All of it, right? Exactly. So you have to really weigh out if you're going to get pregnant right now, is that going to be really stressful for you? Mm -hmm. And if so, the answer is you probably should wait. You need to get your mind right. If you can't get your mind right, it's the best work we can do for our children. The best work we can do for our children is doing our inner work, our inner trauma work, clearing up all past work so that we can be fully present and fully powerful for our children. Best thing, in fact, we don't even need to do anything to our children. When we get right, they instantaneously, miracles happen. It shifts all around us, our entire families. So if you can't get your mind right, you should probably be dealing with that if you have the choice to wait to have a child. That's my suggestion, not the truth. Not going to tell you you should do it. That would be my choice of how I would break it down. So so good. So good, Dr. Aaron. Love that so much. Mind, body, and spirit have to be aligned, right, For, for birthing. And that's what Cleopatra works on. Oh, yes. Which is so important. And that's why a lot of miracles happen there. That is why a lot of miracles happen there. Amen. So what else other main issues are they dealing with? I mean, I just think people are overwhelmed and the level of global anxiety is Mm -hmm. now having an impact. Like, for example, my youngest is very easy. I talk about him all the time. And uh, I have another child with not easy, so let's, you know, let's, I got my fair share. Um, (laughs) And and he was all like, you know, being ornery and cranky, which doesn't happen. Those poor kids are easy. When they get cranky, you're like, what's going on? What's going on with you? (laughs) I know, right? And I just said to my husband, there is a global level of anxiety. Yes. Even though we're not freaking out. Um, at home, it is there. And and he's an energy sensitive. And I, I just think that even when parents are doing the beautiful job, which they all are, because they're all doing the best that they can, I think there's just a level of anxiety that mm-hmm. everybody feels and can't put a word to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that with the overwhelm are the two biggest things mm-hmm. that I am mm-hmm. seeing with people reaching out to me from all over the world. Yes. Dr. Aaron, to that point, how do you, you specifically, hold your center and your faith and your grace while the world around you is, sure. is spinning out? The, There's a formula the for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's so hear it. it's what I we teach, want. what I would do, and everything. So the formula for anyone out there. First of all, just give yourself some grace. Like you're mm-hmm. going to go through some emotions, anxiety. It's really natural. But the formula is this. It's what's called, we call it the golden key. Um, Emmett Fox and so many great teachers have taught it, which is metaphysics of understand overwhelm. Mm-hmm. So the formula for overwhelm is basically saying no to everything you can and dealing with ever whatever is really happening, which is really we're in what's considered like a danger type of a situation. So you want to handle whatever needs to be handled to get your fear down. If it is getting rid of some of your bills, if it is downsizing your house, if it is whatever it is that you need to do to handle. 
Mm-hmm. You got to get your food in your house. You got whatever it is. It's emergency stuff. To, it's like Maslow's hierarchy, right? You got to survive. Yeah. So you got to deal with that. Okay. So and use the anxiety. The anxiety is there to, to say, hey, we're a little bit in fear right now. Let's handle it. You need to handle that, okay? And once you've done with that, like maybe there's like, you can't do anything more than you've done. You've got to wait, okay? Anxiety is projecting into the future. So yes, now it it's about getting into the presence. And in the presence, we want to get into knowing that whatever we energize, it's what's going to expand. So you need to get the fear down. Mm-hmm. Turn off the social media. Mm-hmm. Turn off the news. Have somebody, if you're really stressed out, you got to say, you know what? I'm committing. No more stressing out. Have somebody that you trust that will tell you if there's a new, you know, some new announcement or that you need to know. Yeah. Yeah, Something that you need Mm -hmm. to know, they will call you, turn it off. I turned off the TV in 2008. I've never turned it back on. (laughs) I love that so much. And so now it's about (laughs) energizing what we do want to create. And of course, going within is very important to get clear of, of just getting clear of what authentically you want to create, but also energizing knowing you need to pivot fast. Okay. The longer you wait, the worse it's going to be. If you have to make money and be humble about it, do it. Okay. You got to like um, pivot and create and innovate. So you mm-hmm. got to just do it and keep creating. Like right now, that's what we're doing in Soul Society. We're launching the inner circle. It starts tomorrow. We're doing a totally free non- profit part of the company where we're doing prayer calls five days a week. We've got I love that groups, so much. right? And it's yeah. like because it's innovating and whoever serves, whoever plants the seeds right mm-hmm. now is who's going to prosper out of this. Mm-hmm. I think you have to plant so the seeds. Mm-hmm. So what are you planting? Mm-hmm. Seeds of fear or seeds of prosperity? Mm-hmm. And the choice is yours. I love that so much. You're planting, yeah. whether you mean to be or not, you're planting seeds right now. So are you going to deliberately plant seeds of, of prosperity or seeds of fear? That's really, really powerful. Yeah. Dr. Aaron, so summarize those, the formula for us again. So first you deal with what's urgent. Like, yep. So it's just like whatever you need to do to survive, handle it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's number don't one. Don't just sit back and go, ah, I don't know where the money's going to go. Well, yeah, it is all going to go if you don't deal with it, right? Like yeah. handle it. Some people have to go live back with their parents. I have no idea. Like mm-hmm. handle it. You got to survive. You don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Secondly is get the fear down. Turn off the news, turn off social media, have someone just contact you if you need whatever, okay? okay. Turn off to the extent to which it is energizing the fear, okay? Mm-hmm. And then number three is basically, you know, getting in the right mind and creating what you want to create. So it's innovating, yeah. pivoting, creating mm-hmm. what you want to create, energizing what you do want to create. And Dr. Aaron, tell us a little bit about your program that you're opening up for free. Yes. I was crying earlier because I've had so many people reach out and say, I want to serve and I want to volunteer. And I was like, you know, it's so sad that we have to go through these hard times for people to get their. Uh, I know. But it's happening though, Dr. How people are showing up big time. People are showing up. I'm seeing a lot more love than I am fear. So I love that. I'm going to do just an 11 minute prayer call um, only in the morning, Monday through Friday. Um, Love to have you guys come do some prayer. We want to be there. And um, the ambassadors who get trained are all stepping up to do their individual zoom calls. You guys are welcome to the zoom call also. So there'll be multiple zoom calls. People can jump on or not jump on. We basically teach new thought minister, science of mind, teaching metaphysics of consciousness, basically of how to direct your mind for good and Mm -hmm. how to deal with the problems in your life so that you can not only neutralize them, but really overcome all of them and recognize everything's possible. So that's it. The the program has some back end, like, 
you know, some affirmations and some of this stuff. We have an app. It's a free app also. We're developing it more and more, trying to get it. So exciting. You know, like it's, there's so many things. Like how do we get off the noise and come together as a community? So I believe that we are in the greatest development of new community. We've all had the, there's separation. A lot of families, I'm sure you guys see it more than ever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so our definition of what family is being redefined. Changing. And it's really about mm-hmm. like-minded community. Mm-hmm. So if you are somebody mm-hmm. that is spiritually based, mm-hmm. that wants a global community, it's a great community, a totally free service. And just, you know, we just know it's going to multiply and reflect back to all of us. It yeah. sounds beautiful. It sounds beautiful. We will be there for sure. Yeah. It sounds and so I mean, good. People, mm-hmm. people need this every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to just change our mindsets. Like, I grew up with entrepreneurs, immigrants from Italy, and I feel very blessed even though they weren't perfect parents, because nobody is. Um, nobody they is. taught me, right? Nobody <laughs> um, is. I didn't know there were limits on possibilities until I really became an adult, because people would say, well, you can't do that. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? Even today, you know, women try to, li- you know, women have been limited their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And so they have behaviors that they try to limit other people just because that's just a pattern they believe that they're following. And when you open up your mind to unlimited possibilities, you don't also only see that for yourself. You see that for everybody that you touch. That is so, so true. 100%. That's why one of the many reasons why I love being around you so much because oh, and the same with you, my yeah. sister. Yeah, yeah. Because so amazing. You know, you yeah. really are. You have, both of you. It's, you know, you guys have such great energy. You guys are just givers and you just can tell, you know, there's just high, high vibes for sure. Right well, now as a mom, you know, I mean I just remember being feeling like judged as a mom. Oh, you know, always. Like, yeah. You should be doing it this way. Why? Just because that works for you to do it that way does not mean that's how I parent. No. Yeah. No. You know, we can change that by saying I see you're doing that like that tell me about it you know you see how that sounds so different yes why are you doing that you know because it also opens you up to the possibility that there's something to learn from how somebody else is doing it as opposed to attaching you have to be threatened or you have to change right it's just a you said it's just an opening. It's just you a piece of information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to skin a cat. And, you know, in, in my world in mental health, like for almost 30 years, I've been this trailblazer doing, you know, neurofeedback. Yes, you have. Always people in my field, the dinosaur field of mental health is like, you can't do that. You can't do that. Really? Because this is evidence-based stuff. And I also believe, and I say to everybody, there's, a multitude of ways to do things. So we have mind, body, and spirit. So there are lots of ways to support mental health through those things. I remember going to a training and they were talking about if somebody, what they should do if somebody hears spirits and should they, you know, have them admitted to a psychiatric hospital. And I thought, number one, that's pretty discriminatory mm-hmm. because what's with that person's culture? Like every mm-hmm. culture has a level of it. My Giancarlo with pride went to our pediatrician who isn't my favorite person in the world. It's not going to be on this. I was going to say, even if she's listening open. right now. <laughs> we go once every three years, right, right when they're about to kick us out. And because we go to a naturopath. He was so proud of himself, Aaron. And he said, hey. You know, I'm a little psychic, you know. 
And she looked at him like something was really wrong with him. And he was such <laughs> an intuitive. He knew to stop. And he was like seven. And I said, you know, Dr. Such and such, I said, you know, we're really into evidence-based therapies that are holistic. And I said, he's actually Reiki 1 certified. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she didn't even know what to make of it. And we moved on. And I thought, you know, really, like, be open and, you know, just an example in my own life, wherever I think I create this world where everybody's so open, but sometimes people aren't. And there are so many ways for people to have healing and connecting spiritually is, I believe, really important to gain health, mental health, Mm -hmm. physical health. You know, you need that and you are in control of your mindset and there is no perfect spirit sense of spirituality. There just is spirituality and it can come in any flavor, and right? One, that's right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an exciting time. You know, even though everyone has their own expression, we're authentically all doing the same work. And I think that it's common, it's common True. language now and, it's, mm-hmm. and I think everyone has accepted that if you don't get your mind right, you're going to be stressed. I mean, 90% of all dis-ease is coming from stress-related whatever, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. moms, especially Mm -hmm. not being able to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to get pregnant out there or you're dealing with being the best parent you can be, the best thing you can do, period, no pun intended, (laughs) (laughs) that's right, is is get your stress down. And how we get our stress down is the moment you perceive something as positive or negative, you instantaneously have a positive or negative experience. So your negative experience is coming from the meaning that you're putting around things. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you just pretend that it's all good. It's that you either feel something is, is negative and you get out, you know, or you get your mind right and you're able to stay in the same peace. Mm-hmm. So we have to take a full per- a responsibility around our emotions. No one can make you feel anything. Life cannot make you feel anything. The Mm -hmm. coronavirus cannot make you feel anything. The economical crisis cannot make you feel anything. It is the meaning that you put around it that makes you stressed. Dr. Aaron, I love that. And that's something that, you know, everyone who knows me well knows that my husband and I brainwash our children on a daily basis in a good way. And one of the things that we brainwash them about is to have that sense of accountability and understanding that they're really shaping and creating their experience of life. And so how would you explain what you just explained to a child? Because I want to hear it. I think children get it better than adults. I don't think they <laughs> much of anything. And they sound like, this is the universe. You're one with the universe. And now the minute you think something's good or bad, you're going to experience it being good or bad. They're like, duh. <laughs> I felt like, you know, I love you're that. finally so figuring it out. I'm so glad. <laughs> You know, I'm so glad you finally got it, mommy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they learn what we teach them. Yeah. So if we teach and what we show them. Yeah. yeah. And show them. Absolutely. 100%. A belief is what we be and what we live. So mm-hmm. you want to have your children yeah. a good belief. You need to be and live the embodiment of this truth and this work. Ah, open your mouth. Be and live. That is so good. A belief is what we be and what we live. I love. Yeah, we have it out there. Like I'm going to have to get this mantra and I'm going to hold it. And now I believe it. It's like no. It's like telling a fish what water is. That's what your beliefs are. You're so in it. You don't even know what your beliefs are. It's all you know. It's so so true. I love that. And you don't. a, A tall person doesn't have to believe that they're tall. They just are. They just are tall. Right. That is so so powerful. Yeah. So now, so what's the game plan? What's the call to action for people out there? 
Yes. Tell us how you are in this moment. I can see that you're, you're not particularly stressed for at least for yourself in this moment. Obviously you have an incredible toolbox for coping with stress and managing how you're feeling, but tell us if you were really stressed in this moment or in times in your life where you have been really stressed, what would you be doing or what have you done? And then we want to invite people to, we want, we want you to give us some links um, to invite people to be part of your incredible community of service that you're creating. Yes. Again, I want to just put a heartfelt, you know, feeling out there. And I just really acknowledge anybody out there that's going through a major stress, mm-hmm. feeling scared, feeling all that I have been there. Mm-hmm. I have been there. I know that feeling. I know that feeling of like, what's the point of this? How am I ever going to do this? This is the hardest thing. How could life be this right? The reason why I am able to sit here today and live in utter total certainty Mm -hmm. of who I am with zero fear is because of my spiritual connection and because I've done my inner trauma work of this lifetime and past lifetimes. Without that freedom in my consciousness, it would just be too overwhelming. So if there's one thing, I mean, two things really you could do, you know, on top of that formula we already talked about is of course, your spiritual connection, get in meditation, do some guidance, do whatever it is to connect into that infinite aspect of yourself. Mm-hmm. Trauma, emotional trauma work, I think is the most powerful work on this planet right now because it is like Jedi fast in mm-hmm. breaking through to the other side. Mm-hmm. I have an E4 trauma method. I know you guys, I'm sure do work on the subconscious work, right? Yeah. So doing the trauma work is mm-hmm. the most important thing. I, I think that you could meditate for 20 years and get there, or you could do trauma work for a couple of years and you'd probably get there just as fast. Mm-hmm. Trauma work is everything because it breaks through. You make your limited beliefs in those traumatic incidents that impinge upon the subconscious. And that is the biggest, you want to break through those and that will help you begin to be present and deal with what's actually just present instead of fearing. A lot of the fear is coming from past lives for people. There's yeah. people who have been famines. There's, and it doesn't matter if you believe in past lives. It's in your epigenetics and the memory of your cells. Mm-hmm. So this fear that's being triggered is maybe not even right here now. It's fear of that you didn't have food at one time. And you died because you didn't have food. You had a child that died of not having food. You you know went through horrific times where you didn't have money to do it. And, and it's in your cells. So deal with that. And that's the most important thing. You can get freed up to powerfully live with presence here today. Yeah. And I think, you know, trauma, the word trauma is becoming much more known yes. um, to mm-hmm. people. And what I like to say about trauma is we really have to change the dialogue about trauma because people who come into me all the time, they think trauma has to be that, you know, something absolutely horrific happened to them, like a violation, a murder, horrific accident. They don't get the trauma can be unique to each person. It can yeah, be so let's that. define trauma for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Trauma mm-hmm. is where you have a high, high state of emotion. Mm-hmm. It's from, it could be that someone was mean to you on the jungle gyms in elementary school. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's that, it's that high, high state of emotional state backed by a lie. You told yourself, I'm not enough. No one will love me. Life is hard, whatever that is. And that is what the subconscious is programmed through vibration through. Your the, subconscious yeah. told yourself that. Mm-hmm. 
You may not even be consciously aware of it, but from but those feelings attached at that time become limiters for you in the future. Yeah. And it can be limiters of behaviors and actions, but also is often one of the biggest stumbling blocks that I see, Dr. Aaron, to physical health. Look at you guys who watched the documentary Heal. Great yeah. at breaking down all that. Right. I'm sure watch that one for sure. Yeah, absolutely. 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 So Kelly I think that's that so important for people to recognize that because they're often surprised, Dr. Aaron, when they're coming to me and common, common things come up and, I, and they may not have viewed their, their parent who was an alcoholic who was neglectful. They don't even view that as a trauma, but yet they have chronic pain. Yeah. I've seen miracles happen. I've seen people grow back their hair because they did inner trauma work. I've seen people's backs that were, they'd be laid up for weeks at a time, completely yes. miraculous healed just from doing their subconscious. 100%. It's so important. And you know, trauma work is work. Um, it is work. It is. <laughs> there ain't no one time miracle happening. No, um, but it's, it's so true. Possible. It's possible. And it's something that can change your life. And there's lots of different things. But straight talk therapy is the worst thing you can do if you have a trauma background. It's a disservice. I think therapists are criminal if they call themselves a trauma therapist and you're just doing talk therapy. It's got to be in the body, too. It's in the body. Mm -hmm. You've got Bessel van der Kolk, one of the foremost medical experts in the world on trauma, screaming this from a rooftop. We have lots of research to substantiate it. Mm -hmm. So let's acknowledge the research and do the right work for people. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be like, you know, you go get your car tuned up. You go get your annual, you know, thing at the doctor's. You got to do your inner work. It's not like only for people who have issues. If yes. you're human, you got issues. It's, so it's maintenance as well, I mean, totally. Yeah. If you're yeah. not doing your work, something's wrong with you. You're doing your work. All three of us take care of every single every day. Every single day doing the work. It's no, yeah. It never ends. It's so yeah. true. So true. And, and there's an evolutionary mm-hmm. process in that. Mm-hmm. So That's you know, right. I'm grateful for the work, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for the tools that I use. And we each have toolkits, and they're mm-hmm. not the same. Mm-hmm. And so there is no one size at all it's just that you have to acknowledge it you have to support your brain your body and your spirit mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. yeah and it doesn't have to be three hours worth of work right you know but it has to be purposeful yes i had such incredible goosebumps and tears when you were doing this last small prayer that you did and talking about how you can stand here in so much certainty in yourself and how you found that place. Thank you so much for sharing your the steadiness and certainty of your presence and your spirit and your understanding with us and with our mamas and mamas to be and the larger community. This has been so incredible, Dr. Aaron. I'm yeah. so thank you. It's an honor and collaboration is what spirit really wants for all of us. So let's collaborate yes. more and more for sure. Yeah. Oh. We want you back 100%. Yes. And we're we w- keeping this going. This was born out of this crisis. Yes. Um, the parent coffee talk, but it's now something that we will continue. We heard something new in this moment. Right. And we, we, we came together, the fertility and pregnancy Institute and the global Institute on children's mental health to be able to respond really quickly in real time to the questions that we were getting from mamas and mamas to be 
but this is, this is something that now will continue. So please, we would love to have you come back and we will join you for Soul Society or however you yeah, pronounce it so if they I can got go it right. To, um, yes, please, how can they reach on you? social media, I'm drerin.tv, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.tv across Facebook, Instagram, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the actual, um, if you want to come on a prayer call, it's called the Inner Circle. So if you go to Soul Society, like soul society has an end on the E on the end. So it's S O U L C I E T E.com. It's all free. So I'd love for you guys to come in and do some prayer and, and vice versa. And we'll, you know, we're just all collaboration. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you can count on us, you know that. Thank yeah. you for being such a spiritual guide and resource oh and leader for us because people need you. They can do this. They can find this within themselves and they can find calm in chaos. Yes, absolutely. The bright light, Dr. Erin walking into the restaurant the first time that I met her, the the bright light, Dr. Erin walking into our interview today so that all of you could meet her. I'm so happy. So, so happy. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you in your inner circle as well and see you back here again for the Parents Coffee Talk. Thank you, Dr. Erin. We love you. Love you too. Okay. Bye. So good to see you. Bye, everybody. Have a gorgeous day and we will be back tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi there, precious mama. This is Dr. Cleopatra the fertility strategist and the executive director of the Fertility and Pregnancy Institute. I cannot wait for you to come over and visit us at fertilitypregnancy.org. And I want you to make sure that you stop in and you download the free ultimate fertility checklist. You will learn so much about your fertility that no one has ever told you before, including about the primester and epigenetics during the trimester. Don't waste another moment without coming to see us at fertilitypregnancy.org. Every single day matters when it comes to preserving, extending, and igniting our fertility and ensuring that we get to have as many super babies as our heart desires when it's the right time in our lives. I'll see you there. Sending you so much love and warmest wishes and I'm sprinkling all the baby dust in your direction for whenever you want it.